Thank you for joining us for Sound Reasoning with Christian apologist and minister Perseus Poku of Sound Reasoning Ministries. It's our prayer that today's program will educate, train, and empower you to defend your Christian faith with confidence. Perseus has his bachelor's in history and a master's degree in apologetics. We hope you enjoy this time of equipping so that you can answer questions to defend your Christian faith effectively. Now here's Perseus Poku on Sound Reasoning. Welcome to Sound Reasoning. I'm your host, Perseus Poku. Uh, Today's episode uh, is a little bit different in the sense that I want to dedicate this episode uh, towards the upcoming May 8th, 2021 Apologetics Boot Camp for Christian students and parents as well as adults. So we invite all students 6th grade uh, through 12th grade, uh, college, young adult, as well as adults. Uh, We're going to have a track for each uh, specific age group, and uh, each grade level will have their own different topic. And the Apologetics Boot Camp was conceived uh, out of a need for our Christian students to be prepared to stand boldly for their faith while at school. And not only at school, but uh, they could be on a playground. They could uh, be at the park. They could be at the mall. Uh, and also, on the other side of the spectrum, are our parents. Uh, many parents didn't feel equipped to answer some of the questions that these students were presenting to them. Uh, so, as a result, of many inquiries and uh, invitations to touch on these topics, we created the Apologetics Boot Camp. And the boot camp uh, really addresses uh, the, the why. Uh, why do we believe in God? The what? Uh, what is it that God wants humanity to know? And uh, as, as well as not only presenting God from Uh, an emotive level, meaning your testimony, but also uh, rationally presenting the argument for God. God gave us a mind, and uh, that mind is to be used for his glory. Uh, This is what I coined a cerebral worship, where the scriptures tell us to love God with our heart, soul, and our mind. The nous, as the Greek says, the mind So God wants us to use our mind. He doesn't want us to become Christians and then check our brains at the door. Uh, The the most beautiful thing of humanity is to be able to combine the emotions with the intellect. And once the emotions are in congruence with the intellect, we are able to worship our God the way that he wants to be worshipped. God himself said, come in Isaiah, come, let us reason together. And God is not intimidated by our questions. Some of you all may have questions um, about life, about situations, about God and his, uh, his origin. Um, and as I was sharing with someone, our youth are so brilliant. They ask some of the most uh, provoking questions. Uh, one of my uh, children asked me, where did God come from? And that's a fair question. And he's not the only one uh, that asked that question, where did God come from? And we, as 
uh, adults, we as believers, uh, we need to make sure that we're given our response from a Bible-based perspective, not just based on uh, a knee-jerk theology. So we need to make sure that whatever we offer in terms of God and in terms of who he is, uh, that we are doing it from a Bible-based perspective. Now, the issue with a lot of our school systems is they've moved from education to indoctrination. They have moved from education to indoctrination. So in other words, um, in many cases, they add curriculum to the pre-approved school district curriculum um, in the classroom and these curriculums uh, that they've added have not been pre-approved in many cases, but many teachers veer off and offer their own advice about the existence of God, about the reliability of the scriptures, and unknowingly as parents, uh, these types of methods are going on across the nations on the, uh, across the nation on a daily basis. They veer off of history and add on anecdotes about uh, Jesus not being a historical figure. They add anecdotes about how the Bible is corrupt. They add anecdotes about how evolution has proven that creationism is a fallacy or mythology. So we have to make sure that our children, our youth, our young adults are properly inoculated so they can stand firm, stand boldly for Jesus, regardless of where they are. They could be at school. They uh, they could be uh, in the mall. Uh, They could be in the classroom. They could be on social media. But we need to make sure that they are properly inoculated so they can stand firm if we're not around. And that's the key. We want to raise our children up in the admonition of the Lord so they know him for, them, for, their, for themselves and be bold about their proclamation because they believe what they believe. One of my favorite books, it's a classic by Paul Little, Know Why You Believe, and then Know What You Believe by Paul Little. Know why, why you believe what you, uh, what you believe. Uh, it's, it's an important uh, subject for all of us to consider. We need to know why we do the things we do as Christians. Why uh, God is doing things a certain way versus a secular way. Then we need to know what we believe. Uh, what, what, what is it that makes us distinct from the world? What is in the scriptures that uh, makes us Uh, different, that shapes our worldview. All of these are important. So we as Christians, uh, we have to make sure that we affirm the truth. And for those of you who have listened to me for a number of years, uh, we always define truth as telling something like it is or that which corresponds to its object. What is the truth? Truth is telling something like it is. Jesus tells us in John 14 and 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus is the model of truth. 
So if we're dealing with anything, we need to bring it back to Jesus and his word to make sure that it lines up just like a ruler. Uh, When you want to measure something, you take out a ruler and you measure it. Uh, The ruler, the measurements do not change. If something is off, then it's that thing that is off. But the ruler stays the same. And that's the same analogy we can use with Christ. He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And whatever changes is more likely to be wrong. If it's compared to Christ, it's always wrong. So if there's anything different, uh, if there's any philosophies that are incongruent with what Jesus already said, then that philosophy is wrong. If there's any ideology uh, that is different or contradictory to what Jesus has already said, then that ideology is wrong. If there's any pedagogy, meaning the way that we live out what we say we believe, if there's any of that that's inconsistent with what Jesus has said, then that has to be wrong. So when we look at the classroom, and again, this episode, for you, those of you who may be jo- uh, just joining us on Sound Reasoning, this episode is intended to highlight the Apologetics Boot Camp for Saturday, May 8th, 2021. The boot camp is from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m., just two hours. Uh, but I promise you, uh, when we send our Christian students sixth sixth grade to uh, college, uh, when we sign them up, they will be blessed and they'll receive uh, information that will be with them for a lifetime. And this information are sound arguments that they can use to share with people uh, that may not know why we believe what we believe. Um, And in addition to that, um, the issue with modern day agnosticism and skepticism is that they hide behind science. Uh, Science uh, is their demigod. And they try, many of them try to separate uh, science from faith, which is a mistake. You don't have to deny God to be a good scientist. And you don't have to separate the two disciplines to uh, be a man or woman of God. In reality, God created science. And early scientists uh, really didn't see a distinction between their faith and the ability to practice science. But many modern scientists, uh, because of evolution, have tried to uh, split the two disciplines apart and uh, argue that there's no commonality, uh, that uh, there, 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 there's, no, uh, there's no way you could be a scientist, a, a, a true scientist, and still believe in a mythological God. That's what they're arguing. So this type of thinking has seeped into the classrooms, has seeped into the uh, universities, have seeped into elementary school, and they're trying to indoctrinate our children by using terms that our children do not recognize, um, by uh, using fine-sounding arguments, which many of them are not true. They're fallacious. And so uh, we're here to partner with you. You may have a youth group. You may, have, you may be a teacher, a Christian 
a, a teacher uh, that works in the classroom. We invite you to come. Uh, you will receive additional tools to help you uh, stand boldly for Jesus Christ while on school campus. So this apologetics boot camp is May 8th, 9 to 11 a.m. at Creekside uh, Christian Church in El Grove, California. And for those of you who want to join us online, uh, we will have a special, a special session online at the same time. But we invite you to come. Uh, you will be blessed. So when we look at history, history demonstrates uh, that this argument of uh, dividing uh, faith and reason is not only illogical, but it's nonsensical. Uh, it's not true that you can't be a good believer in the Lord and still be a good scientist. Uh, when um, many people find out that a believer is a scientist, uh, they try to denounce it. Why? Because they have a bias against this concept, this reality that we that are intellectual, we that are scientists, we that are uh, uh, fine-tuned in our thinking and, and, and skilled in our profession that we could believe in a God that doesn't exist. This is their argument. This is their philosophy. This, this is their rationale. This is their worldview that Christians cannot be good scientists and good scientists cannot be Christians. Well, when we look at people like uh, Francis Collins, she, uh, um, a, a geneticist, uh, the leader of the Human Genome Project, director of the National Institute of Health, he says God is responsible for life. Now, here's a very smart man, but yet he is a devout Christian. Or when we look at Johann Kepler, who studied uh, the planets and the motions of the planet, uh, his belief in God led him during his time to investigate nature especially the cosmos. So again, these are two well-respected scientists in their own field, and they both believe in God. Then even Galileo, the physicist, the astronomer, the artist, he believed in God, and he didn't see any contra uh, contradiction between his belief in God and his ability to practice science successfully. Then we look at Lisa Meitner. She was the second woman to get a doctorate in physics from the University of Vienna. Her team won a Nobel Prize for nuclear fission. And she um, is a believer in God. We can even look at Sir Francis Bacon. He promoted the scientific method. And he stated that science was a way to learn deeper truths about God. He was part of the Anglican church. So, again, this whole notion of having to separate the practice of science, the practice of our intellect from the practice of our faith is illogical and it's not reality. You can believe in Jesus. You can believe in God and still be a great scientist, a great intellectual, a great philosopher. We, as a Christian family, 
uh, have many, many, many people throughout history that were devout Christians, but yet God used them to learn about nature. God used them to learn about the laws of physics. God used them to learn about the second law of thermodynamics. God used them to be able to do algebra and trigonometry and and all of these uh, high uh, disciplines. So we as believers do not see any contradiction between our faith and practicing science. What we are against is we we are against macroevolution. We believe in microevolution, meaning that um, we, we believe, as an example, that a mammoth uh, is the predecessor to uh, the elephant that's within the same family. That's microevolution. But what we're saying is uh, we are against macroevolution where one species transforms into another species. And the reason why we're against it is because, number one, uh, God made every, everything after his own kind. Human beings give birth to human beings. Uh, animals give birth to animals of their own kind. We don't find a giraffe transforming into a lion, a lion transforming into a cat, uh, 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 I mean, a baboon. So we do not believe in macroevolution, and we believe we have science on our side. And I do realize those that are pro-evolutionists uh, also claim they have science on their, si- uh, on their side. But I would say our arguments are a lot stronger. The one thing against evolution, which none of them have been able to answer, is where are the transitional fossils? Where are the fossils that, uh, that have been unearthed to prove that one species has become another species? They have yet to find one shred of transitional fossil. But what happens is when we go to these great majestic museums, they create transitional fossils to make it seem like they found them, but they have not. There has not been one transitional fossil yet unearthed, but yet they portray uh, this argument as if though transitional fossils exist, which they don't. So just remember, we as believers, we as Christians, we come from a long heritage of Christians who practice science. Francis Collins, Joanne Kepler, Galileo, Lisa Meitner, Sir Francis Bacon, Isaac Newton, uh, who studied gravity and professed that God put the natural order in place. So it's very important, very important that um, we don't forget our Christian heritage. So we invite you all again to come to the Apologetics Boot Camp. And if you've come to the Apologetics Boot Camp, I promise you will be blessed. I promise that you'll be edified. I promise that you'll learn something that you did not know before getting there. So join us as we share with our sixth graders, as we share with our families. We are looking forward to it. We 
we have a special guest um, that will bless us. Um, we have uh, some uh, 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 icebreaking time where our children will have fun and learn about the scriptures at the same time. Uh, we're looking forward to it. Uh, some of the topics, uh, my personal favorites, are biblical archaeology and uh, how archaeology has affirmed many of the things that the Bible talks about. Um, the, the, the Pool of Bethesda is an example, uh, Hezekiah's Tunnel, and, and a whole bunch of other uh, exhibits, uh, exhibits and, and subject areas that we're going to deal with. Uh, arguing for God from the standpoint of cosmology, arguing for God from the standpoint of astrology, uh, what is Christian apologetics? These are just some of the topics that we'll be covering on May 8th. So if you go to uh, the website, abcsac.org, www.abcsac.org, you will be able to register. Uh, again, there are tracks for 6th graders, 7th graders, 8th graders, ninth graders, 10th graders, 11th graders, seniors in high school, uh, those going to college, young adults who are not in college, uh, parents, uh, adults who don't have any, any children. You are all welcome to the 2021 Apologetics Boot Camp. And we, we are looking for a grand time in the Lord as we deal with um, Christianity and what the Word of God is saying as it relates to um, signs as, as it relates to uh, the cl- subjects in the classroom that they are learning, but looking at it from a Christian paradigm, from a Christian worldview. So um, it's important. Can't say this enough. It's important that we stand up and not listen um, to individuals uh, that are um, against against the supernatural reality, and they're against faith, and they're against uh, the Bible. Um, it reminds me of Nietzsche, uh, when Nietzsche, uh, Frederick Nietzsche, who lived in the uh, 19th and 20th century, um, he says, have you not heard of that madman who lit a lantern in the bright morning hours, ran to the marketplace and cried incessantly, I'm looking for God, I'm looking for God as many of those who did not believe in God. And he goes on to talk about uh, how God uh, does not exist anymore. Uh, Society, through social social manifestations and and us learning more about the world around us, uh, all of this philosophy and all of this smartness and all of this education has, in essence, uh, gotten rid of God. So Nietzsche was saying, we don't need God anymore. Look at us. Uh, we, we, we're expe- experiencing postmodernism. Uh, we're experiencing um, uh, all of this education. Uh, we, we're moving forward as people. We're so smart and we're so intellectual. Uh, uh, less people are going to church. And uh, we're at a point where uh, uh, the things we learned uh, from Christians no longer are necessary. And as a result, this God can't be trusted. And this God is not real. God is dead. That's what Nietzsche was promoting in, in the uh, 19th and early 20th century. But we invite you to come learn more about how you can uh, defend these type of arguments. Remember, 
May 8th, 2021. We look forward to seeing you. God bless. Thanks for listening to Sound Reasoning with apologist and minister Perseus Poku from Sound Reasoning Ministries. It's our prayer that today's lesson has equipped you to share and defend your Christian faith with boldness. Sound Reasoning Ministries offers training in apologetics, biblical studies, and systematic theology. Join in on discussions on Facebook at Sound Reasoning Ministries. For more information about the ministry, to send an email, ask a question, or support the ministry, visit online at srministries.org. That's srministries.org. Listen again next week at this same time. And remember, Titus 1.9 says, Hold firm to the trustworthy message as has been taught so that you can encourage others by sound doctrine and refute those who oppose it. Sound Reasoning Ministries, srministries.org. Our world can feel chaotic and uncertain, but we don't have to live enslaved to fear. Christ has promised me and you his peace, and throughout scripture has provided powerful tools and practical steps to help us experience greater freedom. I'm Jennifer Slattery, lead host of the Faith Over Fear podcast, inviting you to join me and my team as together we learn how to starve our fears and feed our faith. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com or wherever you access podcast content.